Hello, you're listening to the Manifested Cis Podcast, a safe space for women of color to heal, get aligned, and learn all things spirituality, manifesting, self-care, and personal development. I'm your host, Danny Faust. I'm a psychic intuitive, energy healer, and life coach that helps you shift your energy to manifest your dopest life with more ease and grace. Thank you so much for joining me. Let's jump in. Hello, how are you? Welcome to today's episode of Manifest It Sis. This is your host, Danny. I am so excited you are listening. Thank you for being here. Oh my gosh. Okay, today's episode, we're going to talk about mindfulness for manifesting. But before I jump in, I want to let you know today's episode is brought to you by me and the Money Manifesting Magic class. It is available for sale. And you, as a loyal listener, can get 15% off with code MANIFESTITSIS. Just go to bit.ly slash MMM forever and you'll see everything there. It's a really dope class and it has amazing results for everyone involved. So check it out. But today's episode, mindfulness and manifesting. Do you, do you consider yourself mindful I really didn't (laughs) for a very long time, even though I was consistent in my meditation practice, I still just didn't consider myself mindful. And I had a negative connotation with the word almost because it felt like slow and deliberate. And I am neither of those things. (laughs) I'm like flighty, airy, fairy, free spirit high energy. So I had a negative connotation with the word mindful for a minute. And I recently got over it. I don't even know how. I would love to tell you a great story about how like step one, two, three, I got over it. But (laughs) I don't know. I just noticed myself reaching for mindfulness in a more intentional way and recognizing how I have always been mindful, even though I didn't, you know, inhabit or embody the word in my own mind. So today we're going to talk about what mindfulness is, why it's important, and how to add mindfulness into your day to support your manifesting and the goals you're trying to reach. You down? Okay, good. Here we go. So what is mindfulness? I have renamed mindfulness in my mind to awareness. Mindfulness is just a focus on what you're sensing, feeling, hearing, touching, smelling, (laughs) tasting in the moment. It's being here now. And I have reinvented for myself the word mindful into awareness. And my mantra for that is be here now. So feel free to co-opt that and use that in your life. (laughs) When you feel yourself getting a little frantic, you can recite that mantra, be here now and pull yourself back into the present. If you're like me and get a little bit of anxiety attacks or um, can get panicky about certain things, be here now is a great mantra to bring yourself back to mindfulness. But you can't just say the mantra and just like expect life to change. You can't just be like, be here now, and then continue ranting and raving <laughs> or like hyperventilating into a paper bag, right? You have to actually make a shift. So why is mindfulness important? Mindfulness is important because it centers you. 
it aligns you. It brings you back to the here and now, which is the only thing that exists. And I know I've mentioned this before on the podcast, but we have to recognize that we are energetic beings temporarily in these little meat suits of ours. We are omnipresent. However, right now it's all that exists for us in our reality. The past is a memory that's in our heads. It's in thought form. The future is in our heads. It's in thought form. The only thing that we can take action on is right now, right now, right now. So mindfulness is a beautiful reminder to get into the right now and do whatever you can do in the right nowness. This is a vibe raiser. Getting centered and aligned in the now helps you with your manifesting, even if you don't know what you're trying to manifest this, because it just raises your vibes and keeps you in a frequency that is upward. And when I say upward, I mean towards what you want to feel versus feeling chaotic, stressed, or other feelings that I, I associate with downward. Okay? So, noticing your feelings in the moment is the easiest, simplest, in my opinion, way to reach for mindfulness. And that can be as easily as easy as saying, what am I feeling right now? What am I thinking right now? You can go deeper in where did it come from if you'd like to. If you're not ready for that level of, of healing work or you're just kind of like in the midst of a conversation and you can't go there mentally, then just notice what it is that you're feeling. Thinking, feeling sensations in your body. Notice them. And notice that I'm telling you, notice. I'm not saying judge yourself. I'm not saying make yourself wrong for feeling whatever you're feeling. I'm not saying should yourself. Oh, I shouldn't be getting upset about this because other people have it worse or whatever. Don't do that. Don't do that to yourself, girl. Just notice. Noticing what you're feeling is an important act in itself. And if you want to get, if you want to add a little razzle dazzle, write it down. And you want to get even more razzly and dazzly, (laughs) look for patterns. And this takes practice and it takes time. So if you are noticing your feelings in the moment and you're getting into a habit of writing down what you're feeling, the sensations, the moods, all of that, and then you have, say, a month or two of you doing this, you can look for patterns in that and say, oh my God, I noticed that I'm, you know, really tense in the beginning of the month or I'm extra moody or stressed out at the end of the month. And you can notice the pattern, see where it falls on your cycle, see where it falls with the moon. And then you can kind of tweak things in your life so that you don't have to deal with whatever it was that was pulling you out of mindfulness and getting you into your feels in the first place at least at that time of the month. You know, you could switch things around, but you won't be able to do that if you don't have the data because you didn't write it down and you didn't look for the patterns because you didn't stop to notice your feels in the moment. See what I mean? Okay. So that's step one is just notice your feels and to be extra, write it down and look for the patterns. Another thing that you can do, or another reason why it's important rather is because it helps you with knowing what you'd prefer. So when we're manifesting, right, we are 
choosing our preference. We're choosing what we'd prefer in our life and we're being intentional about allowing it in. Mindfulness is a great way to be present to what it is you'd prefer. Sometimes when I work with clients, I ask them, okay, so what do you want? What are your desires? And they immediately hit me with the, well, I don't want a broke man. And I don't want this stressful job. And I don't want, I don't want, I don't want. And they tell me all the things that they don't want. And I used to be like, all right, well, let's switch that around. Tell me what you do want. And think of it like, oh, now we have an extra step. But now I recognize that that's how some people must process. They must process from the lack to the abundance. So if you notice yourself feeling annoyed or stressed out about something at work on a Friday afternoon, you can be mindful of that, notice that feeling in the moment, and it provides that insight and information for what you'd prefer instead. So now when you're thinking about, you know, your personal development or your self-growth or you're working with a coach of your own, you can be like, you know what? I noticed that um, at the end of the days, Fridays at work, I'm so stressed out and I'd prefer a job where I can work from home on Fridays and feel ease or blah, blah, blah. I'm just making something up, but you feel me. It'll help you figure out what you'd actually prefer, especially if you're someone who doesn't really give a lot of thought to that. If you're someone who just kind of goes through the day and like, I got to get this money, I got to do this, I got to boom, 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 get the kids ready. It allows you to stop. And really, it's a, it's a self-care measure. And then you can see, okay, I don't like this. What would I prefer right now? I'd prefer some more support from my child's father. I'd prefer my job to let me work from home on Fridays. I'd prefer whatever you prefer. Okay? And it's also important with noticing your feel in the moment it's also important for like at the end of the day, looking at back at your day from kind of like a, a bird's eye view. It kind of reminds me of what like those Stoics used to say, like Marcus Aurelius and those kind of old guys from back in the day. <laughs> they say stuff like, look at your whole day from a bird's eye view, because then it makes the problem seem a lot smaller. So this is something that mindfulness can help you do because you're looking at it in the moment you're like, okay, this feels like this. I'd rather feel like that. Woosah, breathe it out, you know? And it allows you to then look back at your day if you're journaling at the end of the day or whatever your current uh, practices are in the evening. When you look back, you'll be able to kind of recalibrate. So you notice like, okay, I really let my boss get to me in that meeting I'm not going to let that happen again. Here's how I can do it better tomorrow. And, you know, you'll allow yourself that, that grace because you stopped and noticed. Just noticed. No judging. Remember. So notice those feels in the moment. It'll help you with recounting your day and looking back so you can make better choices the next day. And it helps you with knowing what you'd prefer for manifesting and just in general. Like, just what do you want, right? Okay. So a few ways to add mindfulness into your day outside of just the stop and notice technique, <laughs> which is really the, the first place to begin outside of that, I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight 
methods on how to add mindfulness into your day. The first one, meditate. I know a lot of people don't like it when I tell them to meditate. You feel like you can't turn your brain off. You feel like it's hard. You don't have time. All these things. Well, I mean, if you fight for your limits, you get to keep them. But if you want to fight for the new you, the next level you, you 2.0, then I would like to suggest that you at least try to meditate. I do not get up out of my bed and go sit in my meditation corner on a pillow and ohm every morning. I just slide my ass up so that I'm not fully laying down and I'll put on a meditation and listen or I'll just do a body scan. If I am feeling extremely lazy, I'll just do my listen close, listen far meditation. You can find that in my group on Facebook. Um, the group is called Manifest It Sis. The link is in the show notes, but it's a, you'll be able to search and find it on Facebook. But I have the body scan meditation in there. And I also have the listen close, listen far meditation in there. Basically, you just sit and you listen. You listen close. You listen to the sounds you hear in your room. And then you listen further out. What you hear outside, what you hear in the next room over. Any little sound from the air conditioner or a fan or your kid laughing or your partner snoring, anything. You just kind of focus on what you can hear. That's a meditation too. It doesn't have to be like Zen, Buddhist, Om, complete silence, clear your mind stuff, okay? There's levels to this. And you can do whatever type of meditation feels good for you. Meditation also can be a movement practice, a walk with no music on, and you're just kind of focusing on each step, focusing on each footfall as you're walking. That's a meditation. So add mindfulness into your day through meditation because it's powerful. <laughs> it's really magical. And it'll help shift you. It shifts your nervous system from a place of like, rah, fight and flight, rah, into more calm, chill. There's so much studies about meditation. I don't have to convince you. You can Google it and find all sorts of literature about the stress relieving, stress relieving benefits of meditation. But it is a really powerful mindfulness practice. And you can add it into your day in the morning, as soon as you wake up, in the evening before bed. And if you like a movement practice, you can add that in wherever, whenever you're walking, you can just add it in. It doesn't have to be an hour out of your life. It can literally be five minutes. Okay. The next is yoga. And this I consider a movement meditation. That's how I view yoga. I know it's a body practice. I know people use it just for exercise or just for stretching, but I want to just encourage you to even if it's a five-minute yoga stretch on the Peloton app or on a YouTube video, I want to encourage you to add a little bit of that into your day because it automatically makes you mindful as you are putting yourself into the correct asanas. Those are the positions, the body positions. As you're putting yourself into the right position, you're automatically engaging your mindfulness muscle. Same thing with doing a strength training routine where you're really focused on, you know, getting the right position and making sure you're lifting the weight properly and your back is not arched or whatever the hell, I don't know, but you get the point. Any type of movement like that can also be like automatic mindfulness. But my preference is yoga because it is a nice energy moving technique and you're forced to kind of be slow, kind of still, kind of quiet. So that all of those things kind of help you into the mindfulness moment of the right now. So try it. 
even if you just hop on YouTube and find something for five minutes, watch how it shifts you. The next is breath work. And there are so many breath work techniques out there. You already use breath work for mindfulness. You do. You know that moment where your kids are stressing you out and you don't want to yell at them and you take that big, deep, slow sigh before you respond? That's breath work. That's literally mindfulness breath work. You know when you get that email from your boss and they're saying some foolishness and you're like, before you respond to the email all raggedy, you take a nice deep breath and get your, your shoulders down so that you can respond with a little bit of decorum and keep your job. That's breath work. That breath that you take to shift your energy is breath work. So don't let the work part of it make you feel like this is some big, crazy technique. You've got to go take a course to learn. You've been breathing all your life. You are literally an expert at it. So, so continue being an expert by using it more often for your benefit, for your mindfulness benefit. So I would suggest you attach this to anything that you currently already do. It's called habit stacking. When you attach a new tool or technique or habit to a habit you already have, it's called habit stacking. So I want you to look through your day for where you have a habit and add breath work to it. That could be in the morning, you go to the bathroom for your morning pee and you do some deep breaths there and focus on your breathing as you're there or as you're driving to work or getting to your desk or putting your kids to sleep. You do it with them. I do it with Kaya. Rowan, he doesn't have any patience for me anymore with that. <laughs> but see where you can add a little breath work into your day for mindfulness. And now what I would suggest is if just taking a few deep breaths and following it in is a little too basic for you, then I want to suggest that you do a box breath where you inhale for a certain amount of time, hold it for that same amount of time, exhale for that same amount of time, and hold again. So you're holding at the top and the bottom of the breath. It kind of looks like inhale, two, three, four, hold, two, three, four, exhale, two, three, four, hold, two, three, four, inhale. Okay? So do that for, and it can be more than four seconds. That was just an example. I think actually when I learned it, it was five seconds a piece, but for me, it made me feel kind of short of breath, so I shortened it for myself. Do what's right for you, but know that you can whip that out when you are stressed out, and it'll help bring you to the right now. It's also great, sidebar, if you can't sleep, it's also great for helping you go to sleep. That box breath, I don't know what it is, man. It knocks me out. <laughs> Whenever I suggest it to people, it knocks them out too, so try it. You might like it. Okay. So another mindfulness technique to add into your day, and this is one that I would suggest you teach your kids as well, is grounding. Now, grounding, there's a lot of different types of grounding. One is, you know, take off your shoes and go stand in the dirt and allow that to um, ground you down to Mother Nature. That's not what I'm talking about here. Although, if you want to add that to your day, please go for it. I do it each morning. But this grounding is a quick noticing of things around you to kind of ground you into this moment of right now. Where are you right now? So literally <laughs> right now I am in my closet recording this onto my phone for you guys. So if I was having a little stress out moment, I would take a deep breath and I'd look around, clothes hanging in the, in the closet, 
my butt sitting on the ground, my legs are crisscross applesauce, um, the light is shining above, above me, I smell patchouli, <laughs> I hear my own voice. It's just kind of taking stock of everything that you can sense with your five senses and letting it settle you into the moment. So your brain is not going wild with whatever it was that had you stressed out or anxious or upset or whatever. You're now just here with what's around you and what you can sense with whatever senses you currently have available to you. And it automatically pulls you down from rah, rah, rah mode into, okay, I'm here. And when you're in, okay, I'm here, your cortisol levels are lower. Your stress level is lower. You're breathing deeper. You're not doing that panicked, shallow breathing. You're in a space where you can now make a better, more mindful, calm, rational decision. You're in a space where your energy is more in tune with the things that you want to pull in versus all raggedy, pulling in stuff you don't even want to manifest. Okay? Okay. So a tip that I like to tell people is to put reminders on your phone. Put little alarms that will pop up. I have this for my thoughts. I have this for gratitude. And I suggest to people all the time that they do it for mindfulness as well. So what you would do is set little alarms at random times during the day that pop up and ask you a question. What are you grateful for? What thoughts are you thinking? What are you manifesting right now? Or just a little reminder to be mindful, to do one of those suggestions, meditate, breathwork, yoga, grounding, whatever. If you try this and just have maybe two or three set up during your day, it'll soon become habit for you to stop and do a little breathwork or stop and notice your surroundings and do a little grounding technique before you actually need it in a, in a stressful situation. This is what brings that awareness to the forefront. This brings alignment towards your natural way of being. It's like you don't ever get too far from center because you're staying mindful as a habit. And it just becomes who you are. You're just like, oh, that's old mindful Pam. She's always there breathing. She's so chill. You know, you're just going to be mindful Pam instead of Pam, the raggedy old lady who's always yelling at everybody. Okay. <laughs> no offense if you are that Pam. Okay. So add the reminders on your phone and let it be your guide. So you don't have to think about it. You don't have to plan it because it'll automatically pop up and give you that reminder to stay to go back towards your center, to go back towards your alignment. Another habit idea is to include it before your meals and during your meals. So if this is another habit stacking type thing, like when you're brushing your teeth or using the bathroom or things that you know you're going to do every day, I would suggest you take one of the, the techniques and add it in before meals. So every time, every day before meals, you maybe do five minutes stretching yoga. Or you do some like little breathwork technique. And then during your meals, that is an amazing time to practice mindfulness. And this is something that you can do with your entire family. And this comes from noticing the colors and textures on the plate 
to the sounds of of the forks hitting or the, the sound in your own head of you chewing every single flavor, every single texture in your mouth. There's so much to notice. There's so much to stop and be mindful about when it comes to eating a meal before, during, and after. So slow down and allow your meal times to be your most mindful moments in the day. It's beautiful. And if you're on a weight loss journey, sidebar, pro tip, you'll eat less when you're slowly chewing and slowly noticing everything that you're putting into your mouth. So if you're on a weight loss journey, this is also helpful for you too. So boop, bonus tip. Okay. <laughs> and I want to lastly just kind of mention, I have a PBS method. It's called pause, breathe, and shift. And this is literally what I do for mindfulness and what I teach my clients. There's a video of it in my Facebook group. So you can go there. It's uh, facebook.com slash groups slash manifest it sis. The link is in the show notes. The link for whatever I mentioned today is in the show notes, y'all. But really you pause. That means you stop because you're noticing, uh oh, I'm spinning out or uh oh, I'm feeling stressed out. I don't like this feeling. So you pause, you breathe. That can just be a nice, a few nice, slow, deep breaths to let your jaw relax, your tongue relax, your shoulders release. Just take a few calming breaths until you feel that your heart is going at a normal speed and you're breathing deeply in general, not shallow, nervous breathing, and then you shift. That's when we decide, okay, what is it that I want? <laughs> what do I want to be feeling here? Where am I trying to go? Who do I need to talk to? Because when you're in that heightened state of emotion, you just can't, you can't get right. So you pause, breathe, shift. I have it really detailed in that video, so you can go check that out. And I hope that is useful for you. And really, I hope this whole episode was useful for you because that's really it. Mindfulness, it, it can be a thing you do and it can also just be who you are, who and how you are. And the more you do it, the more it shifts into just who you are. And then you won't even recognize mindfulness as a thing, as a practice, because it's just like what you do. <laughs> and then you might be, Ending up like, yeah, I don't know. I don't really practice mindfulness. And then when you recognize what it is, you're like, oh, snap, I'm mindful as hell. So I hope this was a nice little intro for you to mindfulness. This will assist you in your manifesting so deeply because it's going be to be innate after a little while. It's going to be who you are. And if you're someone who is mindful and intentionally staying aligned, intentionally staying towards your center, how the hell can you not manifest what it is you desire, right? Right. Okay. So that's what I have for you today. I would love to hear what you thought about this episode. Let me know how you, how mindfulness looks for you, how you add mindfulness into your life. And if you don't currently, which of the techniques that I mentioned today are you going to start with? Because you got to start somewhere. Okay. I love you. I hope this was useful for you. Let me know what you thought. Tag me on Instagram at the Danny Faust. Let me know you're listening. Let me know your thoughts. I'd love your feedback. And thank you so much for the reviews on Apple. I don't even use that app. <laughs> and I was so happy to see the positive five-star reviews there. So thank you. I appreciate you so much. And I will talk to you in a week. Bye.